Give me your hands, 'cause you're wonderful. 
like a chump. 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 Little Tommy. Like a chump. 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 What's up, everybody? Hey, it's the best show. Hi. Hi, everybody. It's me, Tom. What's up? Here on another Tuesday night in February of 2019. What? What year is it? Oh, God. 
How long have I been doing this? Let me out! Let me out. That should be next. Mike, pull me some Corgan uh, isolations. I want you to Google uh, or or Bing, whatever suits your uh, fancy. Some um, uh, Corgan uh, vocal uh, acapellas for uh, for uh, what was that song called? Cherub Rock. Pull those for me. Thank you. Uh, hey, everybody. Best show's back. Live, Tuesday night. The number, 201-332-3484. That's the number to call in and talk about. And we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff like whatever you want to talk about. But we'll talk about regrets and all sorts of fun stuff. Oh, my. What a what a cheery show we got on the horizon. How about that? Look out. Apparently there's some political event going on tonight. I don't know what it is. I don't pay much attention to that stuff. All I care about is where I'm at right now, and I'm right here doing the best show for you, so that's all I got to worry about. So let's do it. I tell you this. It's the best show. We've been doing it. We will keep doing it until we don't do it. One week it will not be here. And that week, you will cry, and I will cry. And then someone else will slide, and you'll start doing another, uh, you'll start listening to another podcast, uh, one of these uh, podcasts. is where you throw a rock, you hit a podcast these days. You guys, well, I'm, I'm dead, you guys won't care. But you know what I will care about? Is you. From Beyond the Grave. Alright, this is getting weird. I don't even know what I'm saying now. Best show!
Welcome back to the best show. My name's Tom. I'm the host of tonight's installment, and it's nice to be with you. February 2019. The phone number 201-332-3484. Talk about a bunch of different things. We're going to talk about regret. Maybe you regret it, you said a thing, or you did a thing. You talk about, let's figure out some regret uh, stuff. How's that sound? That fit? That fit the bill? Full house out there tonight. Usual crew. AP Mike. Studio. Pat. Just heard from Islands. Islands, my boy, my buddy. Not my boy, he's my buddy. My friend. Nick from Islands. Everybody loves him. Who doesn't love him? I don't want to know the person don't don't love him. From the album. Should I remain here at sea? We heard at sea. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Nothing wrong in the island's cat, uh, catalog. Who's good here, Mike? Line one. Line one. Best show. Hi. Hi, Tom. This is Cat from Raleigh. Cat from Raleigh. What's up? How are you tonight, Cat? I am out of my self-imposed exile, and I have killed the test monster. The test monster being your schooling. Oh, I'm still in school. It was my doctoral exam that I had to pass this time, or I would have been kicked out. Mm -hmm. But you did it. You you passed. Yes. It, it, It absolutely took all the life out of me. I felt like I spent most of last month asleep, but I did it. You got it done. Congratulations. That's fantastic, Kat. Yeah. You done did it. Your doctoral exam. Is that what it is? Your doctoral exam? Yes. And now the last thing I have to do is the, like, it's the longest step, which is, like, organizing, preparing for, and actually writing my dissertation. So I won't be Dr. Kat for a few more years. But, I mean, this is kind of notorious for being the most brutal stage of it. The the exam, like, it's where a lot of people just, like, they quit rather than take it. Sure. Now, and what, I mean, what, what, what kind of doctor are you studying to become, Kat? Well, I mean, not that kind of doctor, just a, someone with a doctorate in sociology. So you get the so you can say what's what is what it comes down to, right? With the school schoolings, because look, I don't got no schoolings. I don't understand hardly nothing about anything. I say something and somebody just goes, "Well, that's not what I say," and I go, "Oh, you're right." Well, I guess it would just mean that I know enough stuff about my subject to teach it to college students. Gotcha. 
for a living. And is that is that is that your goal to impart knowledge? Yes. That's, yes. That's fantastic. That's a great. That's a very noble goal. I'm already starting to do it. I mean, even though I, uh, I mean, I don't have my doctorate yet. I mean, I as soon as you get your master's, you start teaching partially to earn your keep, partially to get experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some students who call me professor, and I'm like, it makes me think about what you were talking about at one point with AP Mike with Stolen Bauer. It's like, don't call me professor. Yeah. I haven't earned it yet. He doesn't do that anymore, by the way. That was a big thing for him, and he I think he regrets it. He would mm-hmm. often um, show up at different events. For one stretch, he was claiming to be on, uh, he, he claimed to was SEAL Team 8, which I don't even know if there is a SEAL Team 8. And he would tell about different fights he had on an aircraft. Then I realized he was just telling parts of uh, the most recent Mission Impossible movie. Because <laughs> he told this one, he said this one fight he had, where he had to para- parachute out of a out of a out of a helipad out of a helicopter, and then he uh, was with this other guy, and he got the other guy got hit by lightning during their during their in air fight, and I was I was on the edge of my, I was at this event, and there was five hundred other people at it, and then I started to realize, wait, this is Mission Impossible, and I knew it was really <laughs> trouble when he said that he was uh, when when he. Uh, was in a helicopter chase. He started describing this helicopter chase he had. And he literally said he had it with, um, he said he literally had it with the guy that played Superman. <laughs> and I was just like, but then he, I think he's backed off that a lot. And he's, he's, mm-hmm. he's leaned more into this apmike.bandcamp.com thing, which I guess is more, more, uh, fruitful. And, and authentic. Yes, and more authentic. There's no stolen valor up there. Yeah. What are we doing about these these posters, Mike? Because this is what I'm going to do to you. I'm going to totally, uh, I'm going to totally bleep Jerry you, Mike. I'm just going to steal your your image, start getting it screen printed, and selling it. I'm going to start selling Warhol style prints of you. So, cat. Anything else going on? Yeah, um, I've got a few things. Um, well, give me I the was... top thing. Top thing. Give me the number one top thing you got going on. Well, it was passing my test, and I still feel an immense sense of relief because I was working on that beast for over a year. Give me the second thing on the list. Well, maybe just for today. Um, the second thing is that I got my tax rebate way earlier than expected. No, that's nice. It is. You can start, you can start throwing, uh, spreading some money around. To the extent that I can. Yeah. Go to, you slap it all down, right? You slap Hmm. it down. You say, I bet it all on black. Hmm. No. You're not going to walk it into a casino? No. Well, I mean, the right thing. I mean, sorry. No, no, I'm saying that's the right thing to do. I I might walk mine into a casino. Huh. No? 
Well, regrets. Um, I've had a few, but then again, too few to mention. Yeah, that's a song, I, th- I believe. <laughs> but in, but actually, most of my regrets, I mean, I'm, I'm like, oh, sheesh, this is a real heavy topic for my grand return. Oh, you throw um, it out. Who cares? Who cares? But, like, I can make something work. I mean, you see, most of my regrets are either things I keep to myself or things where I didn't really have a say in the matter or it wasn't my decision to make. So they're really more bitternesses than regrets. Mm-hmm. But if this counts, I kind of regret being an only child because, again, even though it was totally out of my control, because of a variety of things, there was no way I could have had siblings. But, like, I was so maladjusted as a kid, and part of that was due to being autistic and not knowing it, but, like, I think if I'd had a sibling or two, I wouldn't have been quite as worse for the wear. Well, I would say you might need to let go of some of that regret. That's that, Nothing could be more out of your control than siblings. Mm. You're doing all right. You're doing but all I guess, right. I, I, if you say so, I guess it's just that like, when I think about being socially maladjusted, I think about, like, how that's, like, the root of a lot of smaller regrets I've had through my life, basically, when I've, like, I've mentioned this before, but, like, just torpedoed a friendship by saying the wrong thing, and it made me think that, like, if I'd had a little more, uh, I'm not going to say rough enough, because, like, I certainly got roughed up enough when I was a kid, but just more, if I wasn't such a bubbled child in terms of certain social experiences, I might not have grown into as awkward an adult. Well, you know what? You're where you're at. You're doing all right. Yeah. Can't go backwards, Kat. Mm. Also, there's one important thing I want to say to you. Yes. Happy birthday. Oh, I thank you. And you got a big birthday coming this week. I don't want to talk. I'm hanging up on you now. Bye. I don't want to talk about this. Bye. Sorry. Bye. That's all right. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. I don't want to talk about that. Birthday. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. Goodbye. Goodbye. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Yeah, this whole uh, there's this whole thing going around now. Bleep Jerry, right? And it stands for F. It's like it's this guy, right? This guy who uh, who does this thing where he does like this website or something. I like I barely know what this thing is. Where he takes the he takes like pictures like your memes or something. And he throws his name on them. I don't know, he's got all these people mad at him. 
like uh, what's his face is mad at him. Uh, uh, what's his burger? What's his name? What's that guy's name, Mike? Bob's Burgers, the fourth. Bob Burger Four is mad at him. God knows why. I guess bleep Jerry took a chubby checker video from him or something. And then the other guy, uh, uh, the other guy's mad. Still squeaking. This chair's still squeaking, guys. Did you oil it? Did you oil it? Still got a squeak. Still feel like I'm in a haunted house. Not as bad. You clearly oiled it. Back to the back to the uh, back to the oil on this. You're getting closer. Look at that. Almost. Wow, that's smooth now. That's smooth. Okay. I'm rocking it. There it is. There's the squeak. It's fine. So anyway, Bob Berger the Fourth is mad at this thing because this guy bleep Jerry, who looks cool, first of all. Very cool looking guy. I don't know why people get on cool people. This guy's cool. I wish funny people look cool like this guy. I certainly don't. I looked. I wish I was cool like this guy. He's given the finger in all the pictures. And I guess he takes like a thing and then throws his name on it or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's not cool. I guess that's not cool. But you know what I'm going to say right now? I want Bleep Jerry uh, to know I'm, I'm ready to join the team. I'm ready to join the Bleep Jerry team. Sign me up. Sign me up, Bleep Jerry. You can take my stuff. Right? That thing where, uh, that feeling when you... you know. Somebody, uh, if somebody could put me in touch with Bleep Jerry, I would appreciate it. If you get Bleep Jerry on the show, that's 700 points. Look at this list. Some dude sent the thing. Top podcast of 2018. Never funny. First one. Gilbert Godfrey, that's second. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. Then four, meet my friends, the friends. Number five, how did this get made? Number six, the Michael Rappaport podcast? What? Then Mark Marin. Then that REM podcast. Then Dak Shepard? Dak Shepard has a podcast? What's he talking about on a podcast? What on earth could Dak Shepard... What is he talking about? Fixing a transmission? On a Camaro? God bless him. Another good looking guy with uh, in comedy. Gotta love it. Leave some room for the uh, people whose faces look like punched in hamburgers. uh, Hamburger meat. Guys like me. Looked like they just did ten rounds. And lost. So, yeah, bleep Jerry. 
Look, I was never following this thing in the first place. But I want in now. People sell, I buy. That's when I buy. I'm get, I'm sliding into this now. If somebody gets me in touch with Bleep Jerry, I want in. I'll help, I'll help get these memes and stuff. I'll write memes all day. He doesn't have to steal them anymore. Take a picture. I'm looking at a picture right now. Let me look at a picture online. Here's a picture. I don't need to show what it is. Here's a dog I'm looking at right now. And the dog could just say, that feeling when uh, someone just took all the dog bones. Yeah, that would have fit that one. I'll give that one to Bleep Jerry. Um, here's a picture of, uh, what's his face, uh, uh, Jared Kushner clapping and say, uh, have him just saying like, uh, that feeling when Matchbox 20 does a second encore. Yeah, I could sell that one to him. You don't even need to see the pictures on this. These are good captions. These are good memes. And somebody put a picture of a thing. It says drugs. It's like a thing that says drugs. I would just write in giant meme lettering. Yes, please. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I can read memes all day long. Bleep Jerry, if you're hiring, let me know. What? I can't hear you. Best show. Hi. Oh, hi. Hi, Tom. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> This is uh, this is Mary from Lansdale. Mary from Lansdale. What's up, Mary? Well, um, boy, have I got a story for you. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. So I live in Lansdale, and, you know, it's just this, you know, whatever town 20 miles outside of Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like, it's, oh, as I, as I would say to my husband, you know, it's a town kind of overrun with skunks and drunks. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and I, I do mean it with the skunks. Um, but here's the thing. So Lansdale has, like, a drag scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, which is kind of cool. I mean, it's it's unexpected. I, I or, or at least I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. Um, so we have the local library uh, was putting together one of those uh, drag queen story hours with kids. Okay. Um, do you know what those are? I don't. Okay. I think it started in Brooklyn. And essentially a drag performer will come in on like a Saturday morning and read a book to kids. And usually it's something about, um, you know, anti-bullying or, you know, accepting who you are. You know, very, okay. you know, nice yeah. stuff. Yeah. Right? Uh, and the initial reaction in town was, oh, okay, well, this is, okay, this is fine. Except then, the, like a group decided to protest. Okay. And so a uh, religious group decided they were going to protest that this story hour was happening. That this shouldn't, you know, the usual uh, objections. Uh, this is sinful. This yeah. is, you know, dangerous for children and all the rest of it. And yeah, you send your kid. You don't want your kid there. You don't send your kid. Exactly. Exactly. If you, if you don't, you know, this is you don't have to go to the library. You know, and, and you know how much junk you know, is the, at the library I don't like. What's that? You know how much I'm just saying. How much junk is there that I don't like? Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not going to go to like uh, they they usually have like a, a tea party group meets there, 
and you know uh, the uh, the John Birch Society apparently meets there once a week. I'm not going to that, but I'm not protesting them. Look, I used to play Dungeons and Dragons at the library, right? Right. At the and that the, the, the town library. I was saying, yeah. look, I'm going to be honest. We were worshiping Satan back then. <laughs> well, yeah, totally I mean, that's honest. what it's for. Yeah, it was a it was a gateway. Everybody yeah. said it wasn't a gateway. It's kind of a gateway. At one point, we got a low level demon to show up. Oh, nice. Yeah, he set fire to all the. Uh, he set fire to all the Richard Scary books. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor busy town. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but. Go ahead. Oh, sorry, so, go ahead. No, you go. The floor is all yours, Mary. <laughs> okay, so what happens is, um, then a counter protest starts being organized. Uh, sort of, you know, we're here to support um, uh, Miss Annie, you know, the drag queen who's going to come in and, and breed. So I go down to the counter protest because, you know, I'm that kind of person, I guess. And what else am I going to do on a Saturday morning? The farmer's market isn't running, so. Mm-hmm. Um, Go to the pro- go to the counter protest, and uh, you know it's it's super positive. There's like a hundred of us, and only twenty of them, and um, it I don't know. It was just had this really wonderful, positive kind of vibe, and you know, eventually the original protesters, you know, decide to go home, and that's all. You know, everybody's kind of like, okay, great, we did a good job, and you know. The, in fact, they did two whole story hours, you know, because it, it was so popular and so many kids wanted to go to this thing. Parents brought their kids. Now, here's where it got a little weird. Okay, so at this, you know, this is at this uh, counter protest, you know, there's like Girl Scouts selling cookies and, you know, the local food bank is taking donations. And so there's like a lot of different organizations who are there. Um, you know, the, the DSA is there. I saw a couple of people with like Wobblies T-shirts. You know, it's, mm-hmm. so it's like this whole mishmash of people. And as it starts to wind down and break up, we turn around to go back towards the entrance of the library because it's all in the parking lot. Yeah. And somebody has set up, as we were all focused in the other direction, somebody sets up a big display. Don't say, don't about, say it's AP Mike merchandise, please. <laughs> don't giant say. Giant headshot. Okay, go ahead. So what did they no, no, set no. up? Sorry. Flat Earth. A okay. big Flat Earth display. Mm-hmm. And so this woman starts, like, completely not connected to the original um, drag queen protesting. This woman starts yelling at everybody about how the Earth is flat. Okay. And, you know, that we are all being, you know, tricked by, uh, you know, globalists and, you know, all uh, the whole thing. So this woman starts yelling about how, you know, we're all being duped and, you know, the globe is not a sphere and everything. And, you know, we're all just kind of, at first we're all stunned, like, where did you come from? And then, obviously, people just start arguing with her. Mm-hmm. At which point, the Girl Scouts started to get involved. What are they doing? Throwing thin mints at everybody? <laughs> no, but they started arguing with the lady. So now you've got these kids with, like, you know, their boxes of, of cookies, yeah. and they start arguing with the, the flat earth lady about... What's that, one cookie? What's that one cookie with the thing where it's a ring and it's covered in goop and they dump... Oh, Samoas. Yeah. I used with to like coconut? that. I, I used to like that. I don't like those anymore. No, why not? Eh, too much. It's just too much cookie. It, well, it's, it's very sugary. Yeah, a little too much cookie for me. 
Okay. Actually, no, it's not enough cookie for me is what it is. Too much topping, too not enough cookie. Ah. See, my husband won't even because of the coconut. I like that. I just think there's too much caramel on it. There, it is a lot. It's it's very, very sugary. Look, this is the one thing I'll say about your story. At the point, this point in my life, you know what? I wish Earth was flat. You know why? I'd jump <laughs> off of it. I would jump off. <laughs> Somebody let me know where the Earth? edge is. I'm going over. <laughs> I will. Well, apparently... The Earth is Antarctica, she said. Well, good. Uh, the I'm driving my car up. I'm driving my car up. I'm going off. I will. <laughs> I'll do it. If somebody showed me the edge of Earth, I would be. I would. You'd be. They'd push me out of the way. I'd be pushing people out of the way to get off. <laughs> you know what? After uh, the next couple of days, I'm going to have. I think I'd do that too. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Get yeah. out of my way. Really? It's flat. <laughs> you mean I can leave? Yeah. Let's do exactly. this. Exactly. Yeah. Huh. Please. Yeah, I'm out. Just like make like Thelma and Louise. Yes, like Thelma and yep. Louise. <laughs> well, Mary, I appreciate the call. I'm sorry your town is uh, has hit a fever pitch of uh, of uh, of uh, of chaos. It's gone crazy. It's kind of awesome. Hold it down. So. Hold it down for the, on the behalf <laughs> of others. Will do, sir. All right, you have a great night. Good night. Good night. So yeah. So anyway. Yeah, this, because uh... the other thing people are getting on this bleep, Jerry, and bleep is the F word, by the way. I just want to say that. And I guess they do things where they do like product placements and they make advertising money and they do like, they'll put one of the Bob Burger fourth videos up and they'll put like him eating a hamburger or something and be like, go to Arby's, whatever it is. And he doesn't like that. That's his right. Maybe he doesn't like Arby's. I don't know. It's his right to not, to not want his uh, content exploited like this. I'm ready to be exploited. I might start slipping this same stuff into this show. Like if I look at a picture, I have to write a meme of it. Yeah, like a picture like... Uh, Like, here's a picture of a cat looking kind of just bored. I'd write, uh, in big meme letters. That feeling when you want a McDonald's milkshake. An at McDonald's milkshake. So if anybody from Bleep, Mike, any word yet? No? Okay. Best show, Hi. Hi, Tom. Uh, this is Matthew from North Carolina. Matthew from North Carolina. What's going on, Matthew? I've uh, just spent a couple of days uh, knee-deep in cassette audio from 1992. How about you? Nah, I'm doing all right. Well, what kind of audio were you knee-deep in, Matthew? Uh, a couple of old compilations that weren't quite shrimper. Uh, they were Sonic Enemy, which was uh, another Pomona label back right. in the day. Oh, I know this, Matthew. I know this. <laughs> <laughs> Got me again. Yes. Well, it's not too hard to figure out who it is when you start mentioning Shrimper. It's true. Shrimper. It was a cassette label from from uh, the early '90s and uh, beyond, and to to present day in some form, right? Yep, yep. They're still going strong. And Matthew is one of the top purveyors of this of this record label. Uh, so. <laughs> 
So well, you were listening to some old tapes from Sonic Enemy, which was one of the cassette labels way back then. Yeah, they um they put out the first Discography Q tape because mm-hmm. it was a uh, it was Peter's label and he had to kind of self release some. Um, but uh, yeah, they put out that one. There were some compilations. There was a whole thing where they put out a Beck cassette, and that whole, got into a whole thing with the lawyers. Oh man! Yeah, because Beck at one point was just this goofball who was kind of on the LA scene, putting stuff on comps and whatnot. And then suddenly it's like, oh, this guy's worth a lot of money, and uh, we don't want these songs on these things anymore. Oh, man, there's a great uh, MTV sent someone to go, like, ask around about it once, and Dennis Kalachi gave them a fake name and, like, a lot of vague answers mm-hmm. <laughs> about, about the whole situation. Just very Dennis. Yes, and it's funny to think that at that point, a guy like Beck was just, like, was just he was just looking for a way in and then suddenly he got signed to a major label and then uh, then it that uh, song loser blew up and then everybody uh then suddenly he's hobnobbing with uh with uh, with the likes of uh, of uh, Mike and the Mechanics wild huh yeah Sp- speaking of Mike did you hear when Steve Gunn was in studio uh, uh a couple weeks ago I did not. Well, Steve was up here, played a few songs. It was very good. Uh, It was great. But then Mike, AP Mike, our own AP Mike, (laughs) he goes to see Steve. God knows how he got on in this show. I don't know. It's nice to know he's got a side. All these guys have these side businesses going here on the show now, Matthew. I don't know what to do. I need need a voice of reasons. I need you're a voice of reason. Give me some advice here. Pat and Jason, aka Dudio, they start. They're doing these these shows now, uh-huh. where they do this comedy show, and they did it. A, they did it over the weekend, and supposedly it was a smash hit, and everybody loved it and laughed and couldn't get enough. And then you got Mike is is uh, finding his way on the guest list. Were you on the guest list? Yeah, he said, no, no, not to your dumb show, to the Steve Gunn show. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't pay to get in. Yeah, Mike said, of course I don't pay to get in. He's on the list. Where do I draw the line, Matthew? Where do I draw the line? When do I feel... Are you tired of hearing about apmike.bandcamp.com, for example? (laughs) Just say yes. If you are, just say yes. A little bit. Oh man, it's a tough economy. We are going to make it work. I'm asking you a question. On a scale of 1 to 10, how tired, with 10 being the most and 1 being the least, how tired are you about hearing about apmike.bandcamp.com? Ah. Seven? I mean, I was going to say like a six. Can we split the difference? 6.5? All right, 6.5. All right. Duly noted. Duly noted. How tired of you are hearing about it's come to this. So it's come to oh, this. Oh, not at all. Not oh, at no, all. Oh, no, I'm so excited. Great. Great. Studio's triumph. Now he can say people are tired of hearing about apmike.bandcamp.com, but they're not tired of hearing about his thing. <laughs> so what, on, what's yeah. going on, Matthew? Anything? Any regrets? We're talking about regrets. Do you have any regrets? 
I do. You know what? I don't have like a big one, but I have like a smaller chronic one. Sure. What is it? Which is like we all get older and we only have, you know, so much time to talk to people and like make good use of that time. And I swear every time I talk to someone I don't get to see in a while, I walk away and I'm thinking for like a long time after like, man, I can't believe I spent all that time talking about this or like I didn't ask them about that. I got gotcha. you. You feel like you missed things. You feel like you, 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 well, then the only remedy to that is to see the person more. That's true. Well, and you know what? Hey, while I'm at it, how about I remedy it right now? Man, yeah. how often do I get to talk to somebody who brings up Discothic you in conversation look before I do? I don't. Look at that. <laughs> look, it's like magic. It's just you. <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> Although I know you, you're beating the bushes out there. You're looking for others. Oh, man, it's tough out here. You should set a table up at some point. Set a table up outside the post office or something. I know, man. Just put some cassettes on it. <laughs> Try to get some converts. I that online. Right? Try That's to get some Instagram. converts. Yeah. All right, Matthew. You have a great night. You take care, Tom. Yeah, bye. Yeah, look, I'm sick of both of these. I'm sick of APMike.Bandcamp.com. Sick of it. And I'm sick, I'm also sick of talking about So It's Come to This, the show that Pat, Byrne, and Jason Gore do together. And they're going to do in Philadelphia in uh, March 3rd. Is that right? March 3rd, yeah. They'll be in Philadelphia at Good Good Theater. And look, they used a quote from me last time. There was something along the along the lines of, "I don't care what they do as long as they fill the place." I'm going to give them another quote right now for their flyers. Sure looks like you guys are having fun up there. Now that's not a good one. Best, best of this, so they can promote their show. Maybe I'll be there. It's a coin flip whether I'm coming. Is that a good one? No, that's mean. Boy, you two guys are funny. That's a nice one. Boy, you here we go. Boy, you two guys are nice. Oh, no. Boy, you two guys are funny. This show is just such a great value for anybody who's lucky enough to get a ticket. There you go. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom, this is Colette from Athens. How are you? Colette from Athens, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, I think I uh, I think I didn't get back to you in time about a thing you uh, wrote about. I was out of touch. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. I'm not calling about that at I all. I know you're not, but I'm saying it. I'm saying it. Um, yeah, no, that's fine. Um. It's, I'll make it up to you. I'll, I'll, I'll catch you. I'll catch you on the next I'll, book. I'll make it up to you. To what do I owe the pleasure of this call, Colette? Um, I was just calling because, um, like, I've been trying to talk about this with people who like don't get it because they don't do what I do for a living, and I was wondering if you had any experience with like the um, the weird the weirdness of like dealing with record collectors. I've got some familiarity with record collectors. Yeah. What, what, what do you want to know? 
Um, I work at like a uh, a record store, and, and specifically the the job that I do is the online sales for the record store, like okay. uh, Discogs and, and Reverb and stuff like that. Sure. Um, and like you know, I'm I'm I am what I think people would consider like an impoverished person. Uh, like I am I'm poor, and you know I don't have a lot of money, and every day like, or at least every week, like, I see people drop, like, crazy amounts of money on the records that I have in my store. Mm-hmm. Um, like, some dude recently spent, like, $150 on a copy of Purple Rain, um, which, you know, is one of the most popular records of all time, so, like, $150 on a thing that you could find somewhere, like, pick it up off the street, practically, is, is kind of crazy. Well, what, what made the um, copy so special? It was purple, I guess. It's like a promo copy from the 80s, um, which is, like, cool and whatnot, but, like, that's, like, a car payment. Like, and it's it's kind of, like, making me uncomfortable to watch people do this. Like, I have a couple of records up on the store that are, like, rent, like, a month of rent. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I have a copy of, like, Howlin' Wolf's Moaning After Midnight and uh, John Fruchette, like, a John Fruchette record, so, like, $800. And when someone buys one of those, like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have a heart attack. Yeah, well, I guess I would say, Colette. Yeah, I would say you you have to realize that you. Are, I'm going to say first of all, welcome to the United States of America, <laughs> where people can buy dumb stuff and do yeah. and do. It is. You might be the exception, working in a record store and not sliding all your pay over to buy a record instead of paying for food or or rent right which is what happens to a lot of people when they work at record stores they also have the record buying bug and then they they don't ever actually take their paycheck home right i mean i love records it's just i buy ones that are twenty dollars yeah that's fine but some you have to realize this Somebody would look at you dropping twenty on a record and be like, "What? Twenty dollars?" Yeah. I mean, I would do that too because now I get I get them at cost now, so really I should only be paying like twelve. Oh, That's not bad. See, look, I would say it's a sliding thing. You 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 have any disposable income? There's somebody looking at you like your like your values are out of line, right? I feel like I, there's somebody who, if you say you go to the movies and you pay full price for a movie uh, ticket and you buy your snacks at the concession stand, people will be like, what? Why do you do that? That's so wasteful. <laughs> right. There's just, there's always going to be a version of that, but you're, you're seeing a particularly painful one, but somebody else might be looking at your thing and, and thinking the same thing. Just like, boy, oh boy, there's some, inc- there's some, that's some money that could go somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, that's true. That's true. I suppose. I mean, I did today. I did have to sell off my uh, my collection of uh, '70s wrestling magazines to afford to pay my water bill. So, oh, no. um, at least at least that investment went somewhere, I guess. Yes, and at least I'm sure the wrestling magazines went to somebody who will uh, will stare at them all day long for the like like a very balanced wrestling fan because there's a lot like because there's one thing I'm going to say. You're going to go after record collectors, and then you're going to talk about wrestling fans of things. Duh, those are next-door neighbors. Yeah, no, I know that. Because 
I, I buy records, right? But I don't have like an action figure of like, I don't have a Ty Siegel action figure that I run around with and pretend that he's playing guitar. I mean, I think that's a merch opportunity that more bands should look at, though. See, that's a wrestling fan talking. It's just like, <laughs> and I also that's would a wrestling never... fan who wants a Kurt Vile action figure. That's all I'm saying. I I would never pay if suddenly there was a thing called if there was a thing called uh, the Royal Rockin' uh, Rumble, the Wrestle Rock Rumble. <laughs> yeah, the Wrestle Rock Rumble, and it was like. Oh, it's it's being pumped into my house. How much? Oh, eighty nine dollars or whatever that was. <laughs> yes, please. Where I'd call back. Hey, uh, you, I'm just making sure you got my, uh, you got that right. I'm 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 good to go. It'll be like, like worried that you're not going to get the thing. Like I, I right. didn't get a confirmation yet. I'm just making sure I'm going to that I uh, that you got me uh, down. I, I want because I want to watch the the Royal Rock and Rumble. <laughs> Wow, you and then everyone's like gathered around their Twitter machines, like it's <laughs> like it's that scene from Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, just saying. Wait, what scene was that? There's Twitter in Bohemian no, well, not Rhapsody. Not Twitter, but like you know, the bar. The bar used to be Twitter. People were at the bar watching it. The bar did used to be Twitter. Yeah. Oh, mama mia, mama mia. <laughs> did you see? You like Bohemian Rhapsody? You hated Bohemian Rhapsody. Where are you at on it, Clad? I hated it. I hated it. Did you like what's his face? Um, like the dude who played Freddie Mercury. Yeah, I think that he did fine, and that like the attention that he's gotten is um, like a big uh, win for like every Star Trek actor who has had trouble with their prosthetic teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, they should have. <laughs> you should have played Freddie Mercury. Is what's his face? Jonathan Frakes. Oh yeah. What was his name on Star Trek again? Um, he was, um, uh, oh man, how did they forget this? Uh, Riker, he was Will Riker. But he should have just sung the songs also, like in his own voice. That yeah. Mama just killed a man. <laughs> Put a gun up to his head. I liked seeing him become Freddie Mercury because everybody loves Freddie Mercury and you wish Freddie yeah, Mercury Yeah, I thought he did around. a good job. And it's exciting to see Freddie Mercury uh, alive in some capacity. But the movie, right. it's not a great movie. No. I mean, it ends with like a 20-minute lip sync of, of Live Aid. Like, nah, it's like really that. weird. I'm sorry. I was I was totally in the tank for that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was totally in the tank for it. I saw it in a movie theater with a, 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 with a person, a British person, who started yeah. crying when that scene happened. I did not start crying. I think I was also the only gay person in the theater. Um, well, this British person was crying because it brought back memories of England and of aw, that time, too. That's adorable. Yes. Not saying who. It's not like saying who it is. Bob, Bob Geldof's role in that movie is very interesting to me because it, it makes me remember that, like, in that time period that, like, people were stumping for him to win the Nobel Peace Prize. Um, which would have been amazing, like the star of Pink Floyd's The Wall getting a Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, I would lie. Look, that dude looked like, that dude looked like, uh, like, uh, like uh, uh, Bob Geldof. That guy had to look down. 
Yeah, it was kind of uncanny how many of those people looked like the people they were supposed to look like. I almost feel bad for the dude who looks like Brian May because, like, that's going to be – that he like, he looked so much like Brian May that it was, like, unnerving. It was, like, Uncanny Valley stuff. I like that scene when they clearly – the guys from – other guys from Queen had, like, want, made sure they were a big part of the movie. They showed one scene where they're like – all right, lads, this is the house where you're going to record your new album. And they go into like this <laughs> place, and then suddenly they show Brian May walk into a room and just go set his bag down on the bed and then sit down and go, <sighs> like there was nothing, there was no purpose for that scene. <laughs> but except for the the real-life Brian May was like, there's no scene of me going in and setting my bag down on the bed. <laughs> Um, did you, did you, I, okay, so Queen, like, on a Queen-related question, that, that movie and, like, the whole of human history seems to really have it out for, um, Hot Space. Um, did you like Hot Space as a record? That's, like, my favorite Queen record. It's, it's not, it would not be my favorite Queen record, but I have no problem with everything. I have no problem with any yeah. of them. I got no It's pretty good. Yeah, but it's also just, like, the movie has a, uh, uh makes a, a few... M- bones to pick with things that they like they complain about i'm in love with my car six times in the movie so much it's a great song yeah no it's great you like they play it live when they play live mike you like that it's all right this guy sorry (laughs) sorry we'll we'll send queen back to the drawing board get him to do it better (laughs) sure dudio likes it dudio's a dude's a big queen fan yeah, he seemed real in the tank for it, like, um, when he saw it last year. Yeah. No, he was, he was rubbing everybody's face. He saw the Queen movie. Yeah. And then, then when everybody else saw it, he's like, yeah, it stinks. <laughs> I was like, what you think of the movie? It's the best movie I ever saw in my life. Can't wait to see it. He goes, yeah. You're, it's, you wait till you see it. And then as I saw it, I was like, yeah, I finally saw it. He's like, yeah, it's terrible, right? I'm like, what? <laughs> took it away he, he gives it to you he takes it away oh man that's devious it is it's sick it's a sick crew out there <laughs> i don't know what kind of merch they... do you think they should have any merch at this so it's come to this thing when these two guys you don't sell stuff right stick me no man no I, you know colette if you go sell stuff i support i give you permission to sell thank you sell your wrestling magazines Sell yeah. sell an eight hundred dollar copy of Purple Rain. You do whatever you want <laughs> at their shows. They have a show on March third. You go to it. You set a merch table up, Colette. I okay. grant you permission. You sell whatever you want at that table. Perfect. I'll just set it up right across from theirs and stare down whoever's yeah. at the table. Yeah, set it right in front of the stage. <laughs> so, anything else? Um, no, that's, that's pretty much it for me. All right, my friend. I will talk to you soon. You have a great night. Sounds good. Bye. And then I'm looking at uh, Twitter, right? I'm looking at Twitter and it's like, everybody's like, oh, this guy Maroon 5, like they're going at, wait, you guys just figured out Maroon 5 sucks? Took you 2019? You guys finally realizing there's there's uh that they're terrible? Oh, they were so bad in the halftime show. Yeah. I didn't even watch it and I knew they were terrible. They're Maroon 5. Wait, it's supposed to be good? 
Oh, you should have seen it. They came out. They did a, a tribute to. Uh, they did a. They played Mother Sky by Can. What? Yeah, then I'd be like, huh, all right. That's impressive. I'll go check it out. Maroon 5. Also say this. You make fun of tattoos. You better watch out. You got a lot. You probably got a friend with the same exact tattoos as that dude's got. That's all I'm going to say. A lot of your friends. Not me. I don't know. Don't, don't think I'm talking about myself. I ain't got no ink. Maybe I'll get some ink. What do you think, Mike? Should I go get some ink? Yeah, why not? Sure, great, thanks. Now I'm gonna get a new get your get New Jersey on your belly, my belly. I don't have a belly. What am I, Santa Claus? I'm, I'm out of here. This is done. I'm done with this. We got to rotate a new crew in here. So how was the show you did? I want one of these two guys to come in and tell me the show was good or not good. And if you if you were there, I want to I want an uh, uh, like an audience response. It's good. I'm sure. Look, I'm sure it was good. These guys are funny. Yeah, come in, come in. Stop. It was good. Your live show. Yeah, it was good. It was were there, fun. Yeah, there were a lot of. Uh, we had about forty uh, some people there. Uh huh. Saturday night, eleven yeah. p.m. It's right a good b- crowd. Night before the Super Bowl with yeah. the L train down. Yeah. Okay. And it being that, that was the stop. Yeah. So. I think there were some technical issues on the first time we did it together, so yeah. we know how to make it even better for mm-hmm. Finley. Feeling okay. it out. Yeah. All right, but great, yeah, good. great. Good yeah. time. Everybody had a good time. Sketches landed good. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was great. I, I hit a woman in the face with a basketball. Okay. Yeah, it was inflatable, but, though. It was an inflatable so one. Yeah. So, okay. She was cool with it. And I thought everything landed really well. Yeah. All right, great. I'm, I'm glad that happened. Yeah. So come right, on get down. Out, get out. You, are you going to come to Philly? Oh, we'll see. <laughs> you'll be on the list. It's a coin toss. Yeah, it's a coin toss. Mike, you'll be on the list too if you want to come right, to everybody Philly. out. March third. Mike. Hey, Mike. He left. Best show. Hi. Hello, Tom. Oh my goodness. Is this is this the the Huntsville uh, wonder? I I am in Huntsville. I know who this guy is. This is a guy who calls the show, and he's a, he's a good guy. He's one of these guys. He's you'd call him a regular caller. He doesn't call every week. He doesn't burn out. He doesn't wear his welcome out. He he, he can feel it in his bones when it's right, and they just materialize when it's time. Suddenly he's there. This is a guy, Jason from Huntsville, Alabama. And he is a fan of football. Not for the rest of my life. Not grown up football. Not the kinds <laughs> adults get paid to play. The kind that they give you a chair in a classroom. That's your pay. You can sit yeah, I like a little exploitation with my yeah, sport. Exactly. They give you an empty desk. Yeah. You can sit at that desk. The game yeah, sure, the game is gonna be on CBS. Same channel that shows uh, uh, 
uh, at the Super Bowl and all in the family and uh, and uh, Big Bang Theory and of over 78 years of television. We're going to air it on that channel at prime time. But, um, yeah, here's a pencil. Oh, wait, we can't give you a pencil. I'm so sorry. We can give you a desk. That's the kind of football this guy likes. Yeah. So tell me, Jason, what's going on in Huntsville, Alabama? Well, I, I, left, I, I got sick today. Uh, I left. I left work today, which is unusual. I get, I get. I tend. My immune system does this thing where it, it completely surrenders to whatever it is that is attacking it, and then it does a pincher movement and surrounds it and chokes it out within about eight to twelve hours. It's pretty impressive. What are you, Deadpool? You got a weird I think immune I mean, system. <laughs> yeah, that, like, that's well, how recovery works. Well, I, that's how I visualize it because that's that's sort of the way I interpret my experience. Because I get really sick really fast, but then I get I like I fall into like a mini coma, and I wake uh, up and I'm okay. Yeah, a mini. You mean you fall asleep? Oh, that's, yeah, it's also called sleep. It shuts you down. Your body starts healing. Yeah. I, yeah. And then you then you um. Then you get up, and because you're, because you're, because you're, uh, your your immune system surrounded whatever you were afflicted with and squeezed it. Yeah, I'm going to say this is not you're not a doctor, right? Uh, it's fair to say <laughs> I am not a doctor. <laughs> that this is not how the healing process works. My understanding of biology is tentative. Okay. Yeah, and you're like, kind of just rolling with it. Yeah, I mean, I'm more of a poet than a scientist. Yeah. So, what's going on tonight, Jason? Well, I have first, to I just want to say also, first of all, let me just say, oh. before you get started, I just want to say one thing. I think it's a nice, I'm sure your employers are going to love hearing this call. <laughs> well, they're pretty laid back. You went home from work early. Fell asleep. Yeah, I was told to go home. My coworkers told well, me then that. Then that you had no say in the matter. You're like, yeah. But I gotta call the best show tonight. <laughs> I gotta work all day because I'm calling the show tonight. Now you go home. I'm doing my slight southern accent. Right. No, they, they, they sent me home because I worked in a small room with with uh, three other guys, and they didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Me in there. You guys ever uh, have punching contests? You guys ever see who can punch each other in the chest? No, hard, as we harder? No, we 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 that, they may do that back in the warehouse. We're in the call center. We, all of our our we do that psychologically, where we are. Yeah, you're you're you got you got Glenn Gary Glenn Ross going on up in where you yes. are. Right? <laughs> yeah, like it's all psychological. You want the cards. That's probably why they sent me home. This is me getting the steak knives yeah. going home today. Yeah, they want the leads. <laughs> so you uh you uh so you go home, you're sick, you're rested, yeah, and I, feel a little yeah. better. Yeah, oh yeah. Like I think I think I'll be there tomorrow ready to get back at it with both both fists. I love it. I love it. So why, 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 to what do I owe the pleasure of this call? I interrupted well, you. You tell me. No, no, no. Please. Uh, no, I had something for the topic. 
and that's tricky to try to find something. That topic's tricky because it very easily could veer into very sad territory, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So I found something that I think is, is actually positive and good for me to be reminded of and maybe good for other people to be reminded of. So. Okay. Let's hear it. Okay. So I've spent a lot of time. I've lived here in this area, Huntsville, for, oh, no, 12 years or something. And I've lived in North Alabama my entire life. And I've spent a great amount of that time sort of lamenting being here, you know, mm-hmm. in a not very healthy way. And I think I think sometimes when you've got some other things in your life that make you unhappy, you kind of look at maybe the wrong things and think that those are the things that are making you unhappy, especially if sure. it's a variable that you you haven't ever changed. Gotcha. But I'm kind of coming to terms with that, that there are a lot of nice things about living here and as you get older, you realize that you kind of get used to anything. Like if you could move, if you get like a new television or whatever, and it's bigger than your old television, then your brain readjusts, and you're like, it kind of just becomes the television again. Yeah, yeah. It's like going through the halls of your high school, and they're narrow. They're not big like they used to be. Right. Right. Yeah. You're also physically bigger in that case. Yes. That's well, not true. much bigger from high school. But, but mentally, but... mentally, it's it's also, it seemed intimidating oh, yeah, when you first showed up there. Yeah, that was your whole world. Like, that was a yeah. bi- like biosphere, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. In there. I still got so anyway, I'm going back to my old high school, and I'm going to show them finally, once and for all. <laughs> You're going to re-enroll? Go, no, I may, I may, well, maybe I should. <laughs> but I'm just going to go back in, I'm going to show them how it's done. Mm-hmm. Walk down the you know halls what? with a strut of a little bit of a strut, right? Yeah. You think you think I can pull it off? There's there's one one thing that's that's sort of not very satisfying about doing that. What's that? That it's the you don't have like a lot of your teachers are no longer there. Oh, I don't care. And, and the only students that are there are now also now teachers there. That's I want that. So like nobody knows who you are. Nobody I want that you're. Part. you're Oh, they'll know who I am. <laughs> Trust me, they'll know. When I start coming gonna, through, they'll you're gonna know. You're going to send a herald like Galactus? Send a herald? What, an improv thing? Yeah, like, no, like send Mike in to, to foretell your coming. Oh, you can't go in my school. Oh, yeah. You can go in any sorry. school. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but here I come. You, can you hear this? Can you hear this music? No, you can't. He can't hear this, I right? I can't. No. In my little town, I grew up believing God keeps his eyes on us all. This will be me in the school. This is what I'm going to do to the kids. I'm saying, he used to lean upon me as I left my allegiance to the wall. No one had to fall. I don't know the words in my little town. Coming home after school, right? Flaring my bike as I rose as a factory. There's no factory in my town now, but so. My mom doing laundry, hanging our shirts in the dirty breeze. Well, that didn't happen, but you know what? And after it rains, there's a rainbow. And all of the colors are black 
It's not that the colors aren't there. It's just imagination. They lack. Everything's the same back in my little town. And I'll be doing this now. An assembly gets gathered. The students file in. That weird guy who was singing to us. Where'd he go? The curtain opens. A giant U.S. flag lowers down. And then they hear the revving of a motorcycle. That guy's coming back on the stage. Nothing but the dead and dying back in my little town. I let the motorcycle ride off the stage into the crowd of kids. Nothing but the dead and dying back in my little town. And the police show up. They take out the hurt children with the motorcycle. And I say, in my little town. I never knew nothing, I was just my father's son. Now the police here haul me away, I have a headset on to sing into now. Saving my money. They don't hold the microphone anymore, I'm singing into a headset. Saving my glory. Looking like a finger on the trigger of a gun. They take that as a threat, and now I'm being taken to a federal holding facility because I mentioned a trigger and a gun as I was singing at the school after riding a motorcycle into the crowd. Yeah, it's just something like that. That's what my return to school would be like, Jason. Wow. So you were saying you uh-huh. have a cold or something? I wasn't yeah. paying attention. Yeah, well... No, look, let's go back to your thing. You were saying... No. Yeah, pick it back up again. What were you saying? Yeah, just, just, just. Uh, uh, you know, Huntsville is a nice place, and yes. Alabama is, has written many nice things about it. And and there are lots of town people in this town to do things with, and and there's getting to be more places to do them. There's getting to be more people coming into town, and sure. you know, it's just. And I'm not far from Nashville. I'm not far from Atlanta. I'm not far from Birmingham. I can go places. Yeah, you got stuff, and the the good Memphis. thing about. When you're down there, there's things that Alabama has that other places don't have, right? Absolutely. Zaxby's. <laughs> you got Zaxby's. You get a salad. Right. You get where, where else are you going to get a, a salad served in in uh, a camouflage shaped bowl? Was that what it was? Only in your own home. Yeah. But you can't. You can't. You can't get that at McDonald's. No. You go to the library in Huntsville, you know, you can you can check out fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually check fireworks out of the public library. People don't know you've been that. Reading, you've been reading our Wikipedia page. Yes. So he can't hear the music, huh? I couldn't hear it. He couldn't hear it. Can you turn a knob so he can hear it? Here it comes. I guess, and I guess if I, I get one of them out of the chair, I have to say. So it's come to this, Pat and Jason, March 3rd, Good Good Theater, Philadelphia. Surprises are on the, also. There'll be a, there might be a surprise or two at the show. Okay. Thank you. You know, Jason from Alabama. I did my little thing about 
what it's going to be like when I to celebrate where I'm from. Mm-hmm. You got your own thing you could celebrate, huh? Right? Mm-hmm. Turn it up. You said it. That's all. I, that's kind of all I wanted to hear was that you said yeah. it at the right time. That's better Have than anything. Night, what? Have a good night. You sign off on that one. You are right. You nailed that. Bye. Good night. He said turn it up right when it said. He stuck the landing on that. Like a like a like that uh, like that uh, that one Olymp- Olympiad who broke her foot. Remember her, Carrie Strug. Best show. Hi. Hey, it's Nick calling from Texas. How are you, Nick from Texas? What's up, Nick? Well, I'm just kind of relaxing, um, getting ready to go off to Stockholm, Sweden, in a few days. Now, what is in Stockholm, Sweden? Opportunities. Opportunities for me. Um, uh-huh. I I will be going for work uh, for two months. Um, okay. I'm, I'm, a, uh, I'm a classical musician, and I, I have an opportunity to go and perform there for a few months. Now, what instrument do you play? I play the double bass. Okay, how's that working for you? It's going all right. And what are you going to do when you play the double bass at this thing? Are you do walk on the wild side? What are you going to play? <laughs> it's going to be uh, it's going to be operas, right? What are you going to do Love Cats? I think so. You know that song? I. You know what? I don't. You should learn Love Cat. Before you go there, you should love, lo- learn Love Cats by The Cure. I think I'll, make I'll you, do that. You'll take. You'll own. You'll own that city. I can do that. Can you hear this? Can you hear that? I can hear it. Yeah. Get ready to do this. Boom, boom. That'll be you. Boom, boom. Boom, I like that. But get ready. This will be you. Right? You think can you do that? Can you do that on a double bass? Absolutely. That is that's a that's a double bass right there. Go get your double bass. Let's hear it right now. Go pop that thing out. Okay. Get it right now. I do have an unpack. I know. I have it unpacked. Go get it. All right. All right. Walking into the other room. Yeah. Go get it. Okay. All right. I'm getting it. Okay, you got it? I'm going to pull it into the other room. My dog's looking at me. Okay, now. All right. Does your dog hate the double bass? He loves it. Okay, let's hear that now. Come on. Boom, 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 boom. Can you hear that all right? Yeah, I can. You're not doing it right, though. You're not that good. No, I don't think so. You might not want to leave. You've you got some work to do, buddy. Don't go to Stockholm yet. I think you're right. Because think of this. What, I'm going to name some double bass songs. You tell me whether you can play them or not. And this will be the judge of whether you can go over or not. Love Cats clearly can't play Love Cats. <laughs> can you do Walk on the Wild Side? Oh, my gosh. Well, I got to say. Let's hear it. No, no, no say. Do. Let's hear it. I want to hear how you slaughter this. 
that tone. I'm, I'm a classical, a classically trained musician. That song's 40 years old. That's like classical music at this point. Just play it. Stop making excuses. Let's hear it. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I, oh, oh. How's, how's oh. Go? You're 0 for 2. You're 0 for 2. All right. Can you do Stray Cat Strut? No. Oh. Is that even your double bass? I think so. Mike, what's a double bass song this guy should be able to play? No, I'm going to suggest a Grateful Dead song. Anyone out there? What song? That's another Grateful Dead song. You're out of here. You're out of here. I, I got a clean house. Instead of going to Stockholm, why don't you come here? Can you just say, can you say best show? Make like your best, best show. show. Yeah, there, you're hired. All right. Well, Let, do just it. listen to this. I'm going to give you one more chance. Just listen to this. Okay. Okay, listen. Come on. Come on. Listen. play that it's just a little hard to hear the uh, pitches over the phone call, oh the excuses <laughs> i think they're gonna say in stockholm you start making excuses but the pitches over the phone where'd you get that double bass where'd you who'd you steal that thing from <laughs> i uh i can't say yeah oh get off my phone that's sick it's sick. Somebody's missing a double bass right now. Should have asked if we could play Day Tripper. And if you mention another Grateful Dead thing, Mike. Ask if we could play Sweet Cumberland Blues. Got no love cats. Oh, we move like Cajun Tiger. Weird. Weird world. Any word from Bleep Jerry? Not yet. I'll write some memes for him. Phone number 201-332-3484. Best show, hi. Hi, Tom. Hi, to whom am I speaking? This is Lori. Sorry, my mouth is full. Um, oh, great. I just uh, ate a pretzel. Oh, okay. You just ate a pretzel. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tom. It's Lori. Yeah, this is Lori. I'm still chewing, but oh, by all means, you can't see no, my no, mouth. no, we can, we can, we can wait. We can wait. No, it's all. We only do this show. I can understand why you'd eat right before. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Okay, by um, all means, anything. Well, well, anything else you want? You want to uh, want to floss next? Can I have another sip of wine? <sighs> What's going on, Lori? I'm sorry, Tom. That's all right. I am ready to go. Oh, go? Okay, okay. Excuse me, oh. that was one last thing. Okay, here I had to cough because I was go. laughing. I was laughing. You made me laugh and took him a couple a little bit. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. That's, I don't apologize. You have nothing okay. to apologize for. 
did you take thank a bite you. of food? Thank right? you. Thank you. You caught me unawares. I, w- I was on hold for but, only a few minutes. Yeah, but here's the whole thing. I caught you yeah. unawares, but you were not unawares that you had called the show. <laughs> I know, but I was on hold for like 15, 20 minutes, so... I didn't know when you were going to, you know, pick pick my line. What, 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 what are you, a rabbit? You got to eat every 15 seconds? No, I had to take, um, I had to take uh, some serious uh, painkillers because my upstairs neighbor is killing me. You want to guess what she's doing after quiet hours? Uh, stomp, stomp. Stomping like the like the thing stomp. That would be preferable. Drums. I would prefer that. I've had neighbors that have been heavy walkers. I put up with it because I I don't live on the top floor. You know, it's part of apartment life, right? Sure. But she's doing something that I feel like violates the rude and obnoxious behavior clause in our lease. Wait, say that again. She's singing. And she's singing opera. I feel like I'm in, in like a Merry Melodies skit, and I'm not enjoying this melody, and it's after quiet hours. Okay. So it's like, I mean, listen, the girl, this is my regret. She's being petty and vindictive because I have been dealing with her singing opera and vacuuming after, like, upward, as late as 12.40, 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been putting up with it for months since she's moved in, but I've been here eight years. She's been here, like, six months and doing this, like, weekly. Now she's doing it every night because I asked the maintenance to, remi- to, to see what could be done, and they sent her a form letter reminding her of when quiet hours are. And now she's playing with me. So quiet hours start at 10 p.m. So at 9.50 she'll start. And then she'll keep going and going and going. And I know she must have gotten it yesterday because this is what she's doing. And she did it again, 9.50, second night in a row. Finally, I gave in after listening to her caterwaul for an hour and 10 minutes. And I said, please stop. And she stopped. Now it's 10.34, 34 minutes 44 minutes he's been doing this nonstop. Mm-hmm. And I am i don't know what to do. I regret because it wasn't as bad before. It was occasional before. And now it's going to be like every night until my lease is up. And maybe, you know, I'll remind them that I've been here eight years. And I have the freedom uh, here, here's to move. What you, here's what you do. You want to know what to do? Here's what you do. What do I do? <laughs> Tom, please help me. Is, is she singing right now? Yes, she is. Okay. Well, do you have a stereo? You have a stereo, right? <laughs> no. It's after quiet hours. I'm not going to get back at well, her. Oh, yes, you are. Oh, then don't, okay, then give up. Then give up. No, no, no. What I'll do is I'll go to management, and then, you know, maybe they threaten to have Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe they will. Maybe. I'm if not going to call the cops. Well, you know, I'm If ifs and butts were candies and nuts, we'd all have a hell of a Christmas. This is what you're going to do. Okay. Okay. What kind of stereo you got? What kind? What kind of speakers you pump in there? I have like a boot. I have an iPad, 
um, oh, Pro and I think a Bluetooth speaker that I use in the shower. Right, that's what you do. What what's what 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 kind of sounds? Uh, what kind of streaming service do you use? Spotify. I I I'm an Apple gal. Okay, I, I use type Apple in go music. to go to it right now. Do you want me to play like Sun or something yeah, or no, Boris? Just don't worry. Just you just trust me. You wanted an answer. <laughs> okay. I'm giving you an answer. Okay, I hear you. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm Ta- listening. Type in, Mer- type in M-E-R-Z-B-O-W, Merzbow. Oh, I know them. Uh, they were in heavy rotation when I was a college radio okay. DJ. Well, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. I don't right know now. why. That's I'm what, not a fan. That's what we're going to We're going to change this right now, though. Okay. Pick a song. I'm ready. Pick I've got it. Oh, Boris collaborated with Merz. There you go. Right there. Boris I'm and like really shocked. Okay. Aim. Load it up. Is it the Boris collaboration? Yeah. Just pick that what one. What song should I there. play? Vomit South? Do you think that would be no. uh Oh, it's, I see it's like a split No, album. even better than this is what we're going to do. Forget that. Go type in Hurdy Gurdy <laughs> Man. Type in Hurdy Gurdy Man. Oh, no. Donovan. <laughs> Here it's you. Type in Hurdy Gurdy Man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Try to get something like... spooky, right? Now go get. Spooky. Yeah. Now go get. But you uh, know, like I have neighbors below me and next to me. What if they send a complaint? Say no. This that's why you're aiming it up. That's why you're aiming it up. You're aiming it up. Okay. Okay. Do you have a microphone and an amplification system in the house? <laughs> I have like a podcast mic because I think. <laughs> Do you have an amp though? <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. Um, my, I, I do have access to one. I have a, the girl I'm dating is a drummer in a band and I could have to borrow one, I guess. Okay, well, this is what you're going to do tonight. This, this ends tonight. Okay. <laughs> Play Hurdy Gurdy, man. Aim the thing up at the ceiling as loud as you can. She's still singing, by the way. I'm not kidding. Go. Do you have a kid? Do you have a like a, a, a like a, a like a a, a a whisk or or a? <laughs> I have a broom. I have a swiffer. What can you swiffer. rattle? What can you rattle in like a like a, a bucket? I'm sure you have a wine bucket I, in I, place, right? You must have like a you, ice. You're sure I have a what now? A wine a wine bucket. But you put you ice to ice a bottle of wine. <laughs> I actually don't have one of those. Okay. Um, but you, I do have, do you have a pretty have nice. I, I have um, an extra water bowl for my cat. Okay, there you go. Take it's the metal. water bowl. Take the water bowl and knife also. Okay. Okay. I don't hear Hurdy uh-huh. Gurdy Man blasting yet. Blast Hurdy Gurdy Man into it. You know, I mean, I'm going to tell you what to. I'm going to tell you what to scream. You're going to scream certain things and rattle that knife. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ready. Where's hurting? No. I don't hear it. I don't hear it. Because <laughs> I don't want to get evicted. I want to get this lady evicted. Okay. Well, you're gonna you got to fight fire with fire. Listen, I know how much she's paying for rent. She can afford to rent a studio to practice okay, her well, opera. Okay. Well, then you know what? You don't want to win this fight, Lori. <laughs> I don't want to make it a war. Because what you're gonna do? To you're gonna, okay. Well, this is all I wanted you to do. Crank hurdy gurdy, man, at top of the thing. <laughs> Rattle the knife into into something that's going to make a cling clang song sound, and then just chant over and over, Zodiac, Zodiac, 
Zodiac. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna use chopsticks. Is that okay? Yeah, okay, let's try. It. But you gotta there, you better there, blast there, you there. better blast hurdy gurdy, man. <laughs> okay, um, I'm gonna do it. Here we go. I'm putting it up. Look, all you're doing, you're trying. To... <laughs> no, this sucks. This sucks. I hope I hope I hope you get an opera singer below you also now. I hope I, ho- I hope she invites her opera friends to the building and you get one below you and one on each side of you. That's so mean. And then I hope you, you, you ha- I hope you have to take a get a roommate and the roommate's an opera singer. I did that for like seven seconds. He's yeah. been doing this for like an hour. Well, Plus. guess you don't want to win the battle. You better get used to you better get used to uh, some opera then. I guess so. I guess I better become a fan. Yeah, wrap um, your head around. Do you want to hear how Caraba Yorkie went? You asked me to call back about that. How what went? Caraba the Bjork uh, karaoke. Oh, because yeah. you went to a place that did Bjork karaoke. How did that go? Yeah, it was fun. And let me guess, you went to go do It's So Quiet and, and seven people did it in no, a row I, right I, before I, you. No, I, I actually want to be both. There's time for both. Okay. So it was good. And someone came up to me and they said, unprompted, I was waiting in the bathroom line, they said, if you had a podcast, I would listen to your podcast. Somebody said that unprompted to you. I swear to God. Hand on uh, the Talmud. It's okay. the truth. Okay. I don't know so, what like, to do with that. The funny thing is, is that I have sort of been working on a podcast. Yeah? What's it about? With um, JV, who's another friend of Tom. I, But, you know, I don't know if I want to promote it on here. You know, if, y- if y'all want to know, I'm, I'm not hard to find. Yes. You can find out about it on your Twitter or, or whatnot. Yes. All right. You know, come come ask me about it. It's not even ready. We haven't even recorded anything. So, like, just putting it out there. When it's ready. When it's ready. All right. Well, Laurie, okay. best of luck to you and all your future I, endeavors. I think she stopped. Maybe okay. maybe the hurdy-gurdy man <laughs> Yeah. Or maybe she heard maybe you she have stopped. a podcast. Okay. <laughs> you have a great night. You too. You know who's terrible? The guy in Maroon 5. They stink. My God. 201-332-3484. That's a number if you want to call the best show. Uh, you might have heard uh, last couple of weeks we pre-recorded some shows, which were great. I, I thought those were really good shows. Um And those are uh, out and about. And we have more content. There's more bonus content coming. I'm back now. Meet my friends. The friends will be coming uh, very, very soon. I apologize for the absence. I miss it as much as you do. It's coming. So, I says to you. No word from uh, Bleep Jerry? That feeling where uh, there's no more at Doritos uh, 
I could do that. I could write memes. Just find a picture of a frustrated cat or dog. That feeling when, and then if there's like a happy dog, like you like that feeling when you find a bag of Doritos you forgot about. And what's his face is on Twitter, Andy Kindler. Never sure where he is on the uh, stands politically. Never sure. Can't figure out what. Can't figure out if he's pro-Trump or anti-Trump. So yeah. So uh, one of the things that people are also bent out of shape is that this bleep Jerry. These are the people who like promoted the fire fest. Which, uh, there's this documentary, there's two documentaries. One is The Worst, on Hulu. And then the one on, uh, the one on, uh, on Netflix is, is good. But the, it, it was produced by the makers of Bleep Jerry. So it's kind of, bi- they feel like it's, it's biased toward them. And yeah, look at this, this whole thing. Somebody tweeted this. I retweeted it. I, I give credit for the content. Couldn't agree with this more. You're going to have a thing, Firefest, because this is that rock concert that uh, that was on an island that they, they didn't have ready, and then these rich people found out and were stuck uh, overnight sleeping in a FEMA tent, eating cheese sandwiches, and drinking untold amounts of alcohol. First of all, this is what this, this is my new plan. You write this down because somebody tweeted, "Yeah, you're gonna uh, you can look through my feed to find this out." Uh, just saying, like, yeah. I don't know what the bad thing is. A bunch of influencers trapped on an island. Sounds like a good good thing. But this is what I would say. If I organize this, I could clean up. I swear, I could clean up. I'll go to the same island. I'll get those same FEMA tents. I'll promise some dumb bands that will 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 make. The only thing I'll do is deliver on the dumb bands. We'll have some cheese sandwiches just like it. If I re if I offered a a Firefest recreation of how it actually was, I could sell that thing out. You'll fly in, you'll drink to oblivion at this one beachside bar. Then we'll jam you into school buses, drop you off into a FEMA camp where you have to run for your room, for your tent, wet mattresses, cheese sandwiches, tons of alcohol, and a band list that looks like it was like generated by like a computer, like bands no one likes. Can you imagine somebody actually was like, wait, who's playing this thing? Major Lazer? Oh my God. Oh, it's, it's one of the founders of this is Ja Rule. He's great. What? That dude's been washed up for 10 years. Ja Rule. Look, I ain't no 50 Cent fan. Funniest thing I ever heard was in 50 Cent. 50 Cent hates Ja Rule and bought out 
the first bunch of rows at a Ja Rule concert and so that they would have to be empty. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. As a way to get Ja Rule mad, he bought he bought rows of a concert that we would not that he would just burn the tickets for. So uh I would uh I would say uh we take I announce Firefest twenty twenty. Or just F a- asterisk R E Fest. Because I'm sure they have some rights. And that guy Billy will be all over it trying to get a piece of the pie. That guy. Why would anyone listen to that guy? But you, uh, you, if I did a thing and it was like literally promising the actual Firefest experience, I'd have that thing sold out in five minutes. Could you imagine... The people who would go to that thing, ironically. Yeah, we got treated like garbage. You should have seen it. We went there. Yeah, it was the same FEMA tents. And it's like, like, like if you could recreate moments from the, from the, from the documentary, it'd clean up. I might do that. Firefest 2020. Ram everyone on the same island. Get Blink-182 to play. Get your cheese sandwich. You can overpay for packages that may or may not exist. And you know when you watch that movie, then then the one guy is like, uh, yeah, I I was, uh, they wanted me to like uh, perform like sexual acts on someone to get the water released like as the water was being held up by customs or something and the one guy was like going to take one for the team because i guess billy knew he was gay and he was just like you'll you'll do it just like this billy is a real real treat this guy i'm gonna say this though that guy seemed That guy did not see that guy. That guy seemed like he was probably screaming at a fair amount of people on that thing. The head, the head of the, the head of the thing or whatever it was. That guy was probably yelling in people's faces left and right. I might organize it though. Tom Sharpling presents Firefest 2020. The recreation plane just dumps you out throw your suitcases off the back of a tractor trailer at you in the dark you're scrambling around trying to get your hands on a cheese sandwich that fell on the ground sold out and it'll sell out the same way and you know what I'll do I'll rip everyone off just like he did I won't even deliver on the the crummy recreation of it well it's like worse Hey, there's like packs of dogs running around here attacking us. I don't think I remember that in the original Firefest uh, documentary. Yeah, it's something I added. Figured I'd add rabid dogs to it. 
Yeah, there's a mudslide. Mud's, mud's going to roll through, wash out all the tents. But don't worry, Major Laser are here. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, Major Laser, and they'll do two songs like it's SNL. Once again, Major Laser. Once again, Allie. Maybe it's time to let the old weird die. Maybe it's time to let the old weird die. You haven't been around. You sold the ranch. Well, maybe if you weren't so damn drunk, you'd realize I had to sell the ranch because nobody wanted to buy the ranch. You son of a bitch. You took the ranch. Bechelle, hi. Hey, Tom. This is Mike from Toronto. Mike from Toronto. Well, well, well. How you doing? My nemesis. No, 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 no. The nemesis of your nemesis. Oh, you're the nemesis of my nemesis. Yeah. The, yeah, I, I was the guy who had to call in and take umbrage at the fact that someone from Toronto was calling in and saying, Oh, it looks awkward when you fold a slice of pizza. I it looks it. awkward. All pizza's guy. the same. I love it. I love it, Mike. Mike, you're my guy. You're my guy, uh, Mike. It, it, well, it, look, it, 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 I am but a mirror, as hey, as wait, the great man once said. Huh? That's what I say. Hey, and and we're on the same page all of a sudden, just like that. So, I do. Tom, I, I I was calling in through. Uh, you reminded me of a story. I was listening here. You know, uh, uh, well, I had the uh, Sixers and Raptors on mute. Uh, watching that. Who's winning that um, game, by the uh, way? Who's winning that game? Well, I have to switch off the best show homepage. Hold on a second. It is the Raptors. It's the Raptors, right? No, it's it's it switched over to Miami and Portland at the point. Uh, yeah, yeah, they were they were well in the lead. They did. The interesting thing is, did you see on on Twitter that that uh, it was leaked by an NBA source to uh, Adrian Wojnarowski that. Uh, that the, the Raptors offered Kyle Lowry and uh, Jonas Valanciunas to Memphis for Marcus Gasol and one Mike Conley, and and you know Kyle Lowry is not exactly the uh, I, I can only imagine his uh, reaction to that team like you know you take a team yeah you doing good yeah I don't know how I feel about that trade I don't know how I feel about yeah. that. Uh, I, I, I know. How's your fantasy team doing this year? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm hanging in there. I'm five out of tw- out of twelve, trying to trying to get in the top four. Yeah. Yeah. Make okay. the playoffs. Then I got a puncher's chance. You get in the playoffs, you got a puncher's chance. Who knows? I've been uh, in the play- uh, I've been in the finals five years in a row, buddy. Do you guys do a, uh, a like a regular like the snake draft and uh, everything like that, or, or, or auction? You know how they sometimes the snake auction draft. snake draft. All right, all right. Uh, uh, what 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 pick did you have this year? Tenth. Tenth? No, I didn't have tenth. I don't think I had tenth. I, I picked uh, maybe eighth or something. So who do you got? I picked uh, what's his face, uh, uh, Dame Lillard. Huh? That, that, uh, and and then who'd you get going around the bend? Paul George is Paul George still there? I didn't get him. I wanted to go. We went one one pick before me went. Oh boy! As as a great man once said, "Oh boy." That's me again. So and Fred Flint. Uh, you reminded me of um, 
the this this the uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. I used to go to a Dungeons and Dragons summer camp. Yeah. And uh, how'd that, how'd that so, work out for you? Uh, oh, hey, I'm I'm doing just great. Yeah, it's socially adjusted. And, uh, yeah, just perfect. Uh, so you know, imagine like a community center, all these kids sitting around, just like from the ages of what ten to fourteen, all sitting around big long folding tables with the uh, you know the rubber mats set out with the dungeon masters and everything like that. And uh, so one day. Somehow a fist fight erupts between two kids. They they keep going at it, and it eventually escalates into a fist fight. And I'll never forget these two kids crashing into a table. And 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 you know the supervisors, all the the the, the dungeon masters, are all exactly as you expect. Like uh, grown men, because God forbid any women would be <laughs> involved in this. But uh, grown hey. men. Ladies like yep. Dungeons and Dragons plenty. Oh, well, things have changed since I was a lad. Or a wee one, as they say. But I uh, yeah, understand so this. Yeah. Dudes aren't the only ones uh, with with uh, inherent defects to be drawn to something as demented <laughs> as Dungeons and Dragons. Everybody's into it now. Yeah, it's well. not like you, Grandpa. I don't know what you're talking about in the past, with how you cut it up there in Toronto. Right, very good point. Well, very good delay. point. We can, we can't even, we can't even, do... we can't even fold a cold slice of pizza with our hands up here. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. You oh, by the way, did you, you see repeat. the the M and M's uh, the M and M's bar uh, Super Bowl commercial starring one Christina Applegate? Starring who? Christina Applegate. Yeah. I gotta check that out. It, it, it seems it seems it's 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 made its way south. The stepped on uh, M and M's bag. Anyway, so I'll never forget these these two these two uh, you know kids just just pulling their shirts and and pulling each other like hitting each other mm-hmm. and then knocking at the table and all these all these uh, you know all the, the the staff of this camp Dungeons and Dragons camp running over to to break this up and and this clearly is has never been happened before you know they're more used to uh refereeing uh imaginary fights if you will and and then and then all these kids are are, are just i'll never forget just on this carpet of this uh, community center just 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 uh picking up their dice just trying to find which dice is theirs and arguing over which dice is theirs trying to trying to fold back the swords of their miniatures in place and whatnot yeah, that's 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 about it. It's a rough life, man. Yeah, it's a rough well, life. You're a kid fighting hey. in a Dungeons and Dragons camp. Yep, yep, yep. I also yeah. also my friend uh, encountered Andy McDowell in Toronto as well. And uh, and uh, if you don't mind, could you give him a, a grade on his 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 interaction with her? He he runs a restaurant, mm-hmm. and she was coming in every day, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and uh, so he says, Andy McDowell's coming into the, every day. Uh, what, what should I say to her? And so we, you know, his uh, friends like to lead him up the primrose path and say, uh, well, you know, why don't you uh, quote shortcuts to her? Uh, and he's like, shortcuts, what's that? It's like, oh, it's a, it's a movie she was in. Just say there will be no more birthdays, Mr. Bitcower, to her. And he says, okay. 
Oh, this does not go well. This I'm going to call this one right now. This does not go well. <laughs> but then, so so he we he, then we said do it do it in a high pitched uh, southern accent as well. There will be no more birthdays. Yeah. And so that's when he caught on and said, "My friends want me to say this to you," mm-hmm. and she just sort of nodded quietly. And never. And came then, back in. and then, and then he just. Uh, <laughs> uh, really, she uh, was a customer. She was a customer spending money, uh, looking to spend money. Yeah. To get yeah. food and and doesn't have to get like and and she'd been there she'd been there eight times in a row. Yeah, it doesn't have to get browbeaten by uh, a movie she made. No. Certainly not. Nah, your friend anyway, he, he did. Down. He did not do it. He did not do it. We did not trick him into that. But okay. uh, but he did. He did ask her for for a photo and got it. And uh, yeah, nice. which I. Uh, how would you feel about that? How how do you feel about people asking for photos? Because I'm sure you've you've had of, that of before. Who? Who? Of you? Oh, I don't care. Just don't know why. Anybody, oh, really? Why would anybody want a picture of me? <laughs> Because 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 people because people listen to you all the time. People are obsessed. In. The best show is is, is an institution. God bless. God bless. It's gonna God go bless. on forever. God, God, God bless. God, it's gonna go. Wait, it is gonna go on forever. Wait, what did you hear? Right? Yeah, right. It's gonna be like AI with people picking through the yeah, four thousand years archive. will be at the bottom of the ocean. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, you're gonna look be. at me you at the bottom of the ocean. Be. There's gonna be a hole in be my head. As self-deprecating as you want, you know it will be. There's gonna be a hole in that robot's head at the if it's down at the bottom of the ocean. Listen, Tom. I, 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 I I'm I gonna get a cow. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get a no country for old man cow puncher right <laughs> through my forehead. I'm sorry. For we're that. down. We're down. We're we're getting down to double digits on how many episodes of this show I'm gonna keep doing. I heard that back in 2007. Yeah, well, get ready, baby. All right, buddy. Thanks right, so much. Night. The end is nigh. Mike Crawl. New album. Here it is. Best show back in a minute. Good time. Good 
Much milk as your little belly can hold. Drink as much milk as your little belly can hold. Drink as much milk as your little belly can hold. Drink as much milk. Drink as much milk as your little belly
Eh, best show, what's up? What are we doing here? Who's good here? Two. Oh, by the way, we heard Mike Kroll from his new record, Power Chords. Who was, what song was that again? That was called, uh, What's the Rhythm? The record's on Merge album. Mike Kroll, back again. One of our favorites. Friends of the show forever. We love Mike Kroll. Mike Kroll loves us. Power Chords. Can't wait to hear it. Line two. Best show. Hi. Welcome. Hey, Tom. How's it going? Oh, it's going. To whom am I speaking? This is Jonathan in Toronto. Jonathan in Toronto. Now, you are probably the guy who talks about pizza and stuff, right? Yeah, I'm the guy who the, the, the Mike guy was just talking about. Yeah, you're the guy who's always moaning about that I didn't like. God knows why you care that much that I just didn't like the pizza in Toronto. Well, it was weird that you kept talking about it, kept going on about it. Yeah. But who's this guy? What, what's his yeah, well, first investment of all, yeah. in the whole oh, thing? Oh, 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 could you imagine if someone just went on and kept talking about something? Like you talking about that I didn't like it? That's all you do. Yeah. There was a whole list of things that you didn't like about Toronto. Yeah, boo-hoo. You like it? The last the last thing you were talking about was how you didn't like it that people washed their hands in the bathroom. What are you talking about? Well, you were talking about they call it the washroom and making fun of that. Cool out, bro. Cool out. Okay. This is oh. this is what this is something that happened. Yeah, what happened? No, that you were talking about the washroom. Oh yeah, okay. What happened? What do you want a refund? Right. No, Don't I'm you just, want? You want a refund? Saying. No, no. Send me an email. I'll get you a refund. I'll get you a refund on the whole show. How about that? You send me an email. I'll get you a refund. Well, what would that be? Uh, you'll find out. Okay. Apply for a refund. I will, um, but uh, the real reason I called, though, I mean, it was, I, it was nice to, maybe that guy is a friend I can make in, in the city. If yeah. I ever see him, I'll certainly say sure. hi to him. Yeah, okay. So what, um, why, why, what's the real reason you called? Well, because it's been a while since we spoke, and Not that I've long. gotten... Not that long. It feels, it feels like a long time to me. To you. To me, yeah, no, I... Yeah, it feels like a long time. I missed it. Um, so I'm happy to be back to talking to you. Um, remember I told you a joke that you liked last time? No, I guessed the dumb joke you told. Yeah, but you you liked it. You said it should be written on uh, in a book or something like that. Uh, it should be lit- written in a police report. <laughs> Harassment. Go ahead. No, no, that, no. What do you got? What, what do you got, funny man? You got another joke for me? You got? What, yeah, you got uh, some more? What you open? Uh, got it? Open up another uh, bazooka joke? Uh, and you got another joke for me? Yeah, it's well, it's one I wrote. It's not from a bazooka joke. You want to hear it? Uh, no, I don't. Well, I think you should. It'll be a good time. All right, I'm going to say this to you. Yeah. If this joke bombs. Yeah. You're out. You're out. I'm out. You're out. Hard. What does that mean? What, what, do you, what would you not want it to mean? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know what it means. Anyway, it's not going to bomb. All right. Just know. If it bombs, if I determine this as bombing, I'm saying you're out, and I will determine what you're out means also. But, okay, if it goes, but if it goes over well, you're in. Wow. Okay. Well, okay, this is exciting. I believe in it. Okay, let's hear it. Okay. 
So I was watching the movie Inception, and I thought of a joke. Mm -hmm. What's the difference between the dreams in the movie Inception and the dreams that I have at night? What? My dreams contain more handsome men. What? Right? What so I don't I don't get it. What you're 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 making fun of the idea that you would ever find a guy handsome? Is that what it is? No, have you not noticed how many handsome men are in that movie? The whole cast. Oh good, it's a movie. Generally, it's the way movies tend to go. They tend to put attractive people in them. I don't know if you've ever noticed that. They tend to gravitate towards toward uh, casting them. Now, that movie in particular, it's a bit strange. It's a bit strange. Mm -hmm. I don't get it, though. I don't understand what the thing is. Your dreams have more handsome men than the movie Inception. Yeah. So you're saying, isn't it, wouldn't it be, you're putting yourself as like a weird butt of the joke as if it's like, could you imagine if I found guys handsome? Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, I, just, you got some I, I just dream about a lot of handsome men. You got work to do, buddy. What? You got work. Healthcare's free up there. Go get some. Get off my phone. You weird. God bless you. I hope you get all the help you need. Hope you get all the help you need. Your free healthcare up there. Yeah, you know what they do? You go in for the health care, they give you a slice of that bad pizza. Best show, hi. Hi, Tom. It's Jefferson from Texas. Oh, my goodness. Jefferson from Texas. This is the guy from where in Texas are you now? Uh, Wichita Falls. Wichita Falls. Then what's that it's near like, again? Uh, it's like North Texas. It's kind of by the Oklahoma border. Mm-hmm. And you call that the Texlahoma border, right? What do you call it? Yes, we love that. What do you we, call yeah, it? We love the, the uh, honestly don't even know, but there are a bunch of like weird compound words of mm -hmm. Texas and Oklahoma Oaksless. in the towns surrounding the border. Oaksless? <laughs> Oaksless, Texlahoma, right? Texlahoma, Texlahoma? Yeah. Homeless, I don't know. All right. Not very good at yes and, Tom. Don't worry, Jefferson. What's go? What do you got for me, buddy? Uh, Mike said the topic was regrets. Yeah, we're talking about regrets. Uh, I have a, re a regret, a genuine regret that I think yeah. about a lot. Let's hear. Um, it. My sophomore year of college, uh, my the theater uh, group there, like the theater wing of the college, was going to do a production of a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. Yes, and I really like and I really like that musical. But I didn't audition because I was too concerned about my grades. Because you were concerned it. about your grades that you wouldn't be able to, to get in the show? Right, yeah. Like if I auditioned, I wouldn't be able to keep up the grades to keep, to keep a role in the show. Or like the, the rehearsal process would make me go behind, even more behind on homework. So I just, I just didn't do it. I think about it a lot. Look, I'm going to give some advice right now that people might not like in a way, uh, but I'm going to just say this. Look, school is awesome. School's great. School can help you learn stuff, and school's got a really important place in, in life. And, you know, go, if you're in school, get the most out of being in school. But you also, at the same time, have to try to get the most out of being in life as well as school. Mm. So you try to strike the balance with it. You can't just... You can't just live for school. You, you go to school for your life, 
that makes right. sense. So you just, you got to strike a balance. And you look back and you wish you had just taken a little bit of a thing that didn't let school uh, uh, dictate uh, everything. Yeah, and I did a show my freshman year, and I really liked it, and I, I liked the people in that, depart- in that department a lot. I liked that musical a lot, and I was like, oh, I, just, I really wish I, I think I could like do well, it really Jeff- well. Jefferson, this is your moment right now. You are going to get to show everybody what you would have done if you had the, a part in a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. I don't remember. I, I can sing another Sondheim song. So I don't know any. I like, okay, this you is- said that. I suddenly forgot every okay. lyric. Of Here we go. This is what we're going to do. So you're coming into audition. Let's make it. You're coming into audition for the uh, mm-hmm. for this, and I'm 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 the casting director of the 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 play. And now you're coming in. And what do you do? Uh, I probably do a couple of bars of being alive. If I'm being okay, let's hear it. Some, somebody crowd me with love. Somebody force me to care. Somebody make me come through. I'll always be there as frightened as you to help us survive. Being alive. Being alive. Being alive. Uh, what's your what's your name, kid? Jefferson, sir. No, what show is this from now? Company, sir. Okay, well, what we're doing is we're doing a horror version of Company. <laughs> Can you do that song but sing Buried Alive? Let's hear you do that. Take it from the top. Change it from being alive to buried alive. Go. Somebody crowd me with love. Some, no, no. Okay, hold on, hold on. Just, somebody, just, just the, somebody cover me with dirt. Okay. <laughs> somebody cover me with dirt. Somebody force me into a grave. Somebody make me come through. They'll always be there right behind you to help you not survive. Being buried alive. Buried alive. Kid? Kid? Yeah? Can you do the thriller dance? <laughs> While doing it? Yeah. That's a really high note, sir. Do the thriller dance. <laughs> I move my laundry here. Alright. Just from the, like, the arms or just the Hey, I don't know where you want the part. You'll do the dance. Do the dance. <laughs> Can I get a count off, sir? Okay, and the one, and two, and three, and four. Boom, 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 boom. But I'm gonna do the. I'll do the thriller. Uh, I'll do. Somebody me not to care. Somebody make me come through. They're always right there, right behind you, to help you not survive. Be alive. Be. I'm fairly sure my neighbors have called the cops. You got the part, kid. You got the part. Jefferson, you have a great night. Thanks, sir.
tell you. It's a funny show. I'm good. Sorry. You know what you know who don't like me? These Hollywood handbook fans. Ay ay ay. Ay ay ay. Do these bums a favor. Come and do the show. Do two episodes of the thing. It's a treat. I go and look online. I look online. Ay ay ay. Sam. You know a phrase they kept using? Describe me? Boring a hole. And then somebody was like, who's more polarizing? Tom or this other guy? This guy, Jack Allison, who's this, uh, he's like this, uh, the, like the bad boy of the internet. He's like the bad boy of comedy, right? I ain't no bad boy. He's a bad boy. I'm not a bad boy. Jack Allison's a bad boy. So he's giving anybody the business. Ain't giving no one the business. Who's more polarizing? I ain't no I ain't polarizing. I'm a nice guy. Boring a hole. Man. Go there and do him a favor. I'm out. I'd say that I'm gonna say that's probably it for me in Hollywood Handbook because of that response. I'm gonna I'm probably done. I probably did what I was supposed to do. Maybe I, maybe that's how the fans feel about me, so be it. You had me, you lost me. You took a you took a nice guy and you ran him out of the out of the game. How do you like that? You Hollywood handbook Hollywood hand bums. These fans look, Hayes, love him. Sean, love him. Kevin, love him. The fans of that show, man. That's a that's a bleak scenario. Ay ay ay. You hear them talk about the thing. It's bleak. That's 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 thin soup, man. That's some thin soup with those kids. Yeah, why don't you why don't you overanalyze it a little more, Ron? Why don't you why don't you kill the golden goose a little? Why don't you strangle the golden goose a little harder, you guys? Best show. Hi. Hi, Tom. How you doing? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Craig from Baton Rouge. Craig from Baton Rouge. What's up, Craig? Uh, not much. So I noticed a weird musical thing that I couldn't recall you ever discussing. So I thought I might bring it up to you. And, like, it's just so, like, it was just mentioned offhandedly in an article. And I thought it was so bizarre that I needed to hear your take on this. Let's hear it. So, I Vampire Weekend just released new music for the first time in like six years, and in the article it just kind of mentioned offhand that like uh, it was like Ezra Koenig is now married to Rashida Jones, whose father Quincy Jones also enjoys music, and that just like Wait, hold on a second. But first of all. I'm friends with I'm friends with all these dudes. We had uh, uh, Chris Thompson was in here earlier in the, uh, like last year. He has his band Dams of the West. Did you hear when he was here and played songs? He's the drummer. He's great. I know all these guys. I, I, I like I like Vampire Weekend a ton. No, 
I like Vampire Weekend a lot too. I just, I just want to let you know you better not start smearing people because you, 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 I don't know what, but I'm going to say this. So the article says it, it just mentions so offhandedly that like that Quincy Jones also likes music. Something to the effect it was like he's a musician as well, and it was just so bizarre that like this, this is one thing. Where, where was where was where did this run? Where did this piece run, my friend? Uh that's a good question. This was a few days ago. I just more like the idea that, like, what conversations do they have? Like, it just seems like they're from such, like, different musical eras. It just kind of blew my mind. I don't know. Maybe this isn't as interesting as I thought it would well, be. Well, this is one thing to just remember, and this is the bummer of the, the the world we live in. And it's it's I'm not even putting the people down who I'm about to talk about. It's like... A fair amount of things are, are are dictated now by people getting paid like a hundred dollars to write an article, and the, unfortunately, the infrastructure isn't there for so much of this online journalism now. And it's just that we end up in places like that, and we end up with people saying things that are half true, and then everybody takes it as a whole truth. And it's and it's this kind of like soft version of of journalism where it's half opinion, half reporting. And people end up getting ground up in the gears in it sometimes, and it's really a unhealthy time for a lot of this stuff. And it's it's I it makes me sad sometimes how un uh, under under kind of maintained uh, journalism in that way is because the money just isn't there anymore. It's truly sad. And if it's sad on a on an entertainment level, you could only imagine how bad it is when it is impactful of lives or the news. And sometimes things like that get written. If there was some kind of editor working in a place, they'd be like, man, what? No. They'd circle that and throw it back in their face. Yeah, I guess just that maybe they're private about it. It was something I had never heard before. It was just so bizarre to be I like, didn't see the article. Look, I didn't see the article. I don't know what it is or isn't. So I'm saying this just based on what you're saying. So that's all. It was but, just like the random like article linked to on Twitter when they released the new singles. And I like them too. I hope like I really didn't try to call into passion. Oh, I don't know. I just wonder why. I just don't. I don't know what you're doing. I just wanted to say. I wanted to hedge off at the pass. Okay. But yeah, that was more just like the thing that, like, I guess is just like, because I mean, I'm a fan of them, but it's been, what, almost six years? So I didn't know, like, is this just like a a known musical thing that's just kind of thrown in as a footnote? Because I thought that was so bizarre to be like, hey, the biggest producer ever, he's also like... Uh, Maybe they're trying to hit a word count. Maybe it's like a kid writing a book report where they have to say, uh, what do you think? I, or like writing a, you got to write a letter to a friend and you got to write 50 words. Hi, how are you? I am very, very, very good. How is your summer? I'm having a very, very, very fun summer. I did lots of things this summer. I rode my bike this summer. Like they're just burning words. Who knows? I don't know. All I know is that this uh, Vampire Weekend thing's coming out, and I want to hear it. Oh, me too. Uh, How do you think of, like, the release two singles a month for a couple of months to, like, build up the album i don't know man it's, it gets the word out keeps keep people excited good for them spread the wealth get everybody juiced yeah i don't know i just i i <laughs> yeah i don't know i guess uh, I, I don't know i feel like i feel bad when they have these calls that like 
you could tell the person is like definitely thinks like, oh, this is going to be good, and then it's just not. And I'm just sitting buddy, at one. I'm like, oh, buddy, man. this call was fine. This call was fine. Look, you didn't. You got on base, okay? Okay. You got on base. Maybe you got on base because you got hit by the uh, hit by a pitch. <laughs> Maybe you fouled one off and then it uh, bounced off the catcher's glove or whatever that is. You're on base. Okay? All right, great. Have a great one. Best show, hi. Hi, Tom. How's it going? Oh, it's going. To whom am I speaking? This is Will down in Knoxville. Will in Knoxville. How's it going, Will? It's going pretty good. I'm tuning in late, but I tuned in and um, I don't know. I heard that you're saying somebody wrote some mess about your appearance on Hollywood Handbook, and I don't know. I thought I'll let you know that it kind of made my week. Good. And then, well, the, good. Uh, and then the pro version, you even double made uh, my you're week. Sweet. You're and sweet. those people are nuts. Ah, uh, you're sweet to say that. You know, but look, I had a good run with that show. I had a good run. I leave. Well, you only made it better. Well, you're sweet. And you sold me on it, and I wouldn't have listened to it otherwise. I do like it, but oh. I'm a Best Show fan first oh, and foremost. Well, well, you're sweet to say that, and I hope you keep... Look, I just... The, the, apparently, the word is out. I, I'm, I've burned... I've burned my goodwill there uh, with the fan base, uh, and uh, ah, God bless them. God bless, I hope they, God bless them. I hope they have the time of their lives. Well, you know, you know. AP and, Mike doesn't follow know. me on Twitter, I just realized. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you believe that? He doesn't follow me on Twitter. I... He follows. <laughs> hold on. No joke. He follows. <laughs> I am not kidding. He follows. 10,000 people. <laughs> I'm not one of them. He's tweeted 14,800 times. He follows 10,100 people. He has 10,700 followers. He's one of like those, those, those like one to one Twitter people. Like, like, wow, this guy has 10,000 followers. And you're like, oh, he has 10,000. He also follows 10,000 people. There's a lot of, egg. I'm sure you roll through his thing. A lot of eggs, right? A lot of eggs. Probably so. I can't talk much in the Twitter realm, uh, but uh, but uh, Mike does follow me on there. I can't believe he doesn't follow oh, you. Unbelievable. Doesn't it's, follow it's, me. It's insanity. It's a disgrace. What, 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 but, uh, what, what's he getting? What, 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 what am I doing to his feed? I knew he followed me at one point. He clearly has chosen to unfollow me. It's an active it. decision on his part. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Will. Thank you for your well, nice words. You're a sweet, you're a sweet guy. Absolutely. You have a great night. Best show. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Best show. No. No. Nothing. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Doesn't follow me. So yeah. So in the meantime, since I've been out, the word came out that uh, that uh, your 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 guy. Uh, gonna write a book what you think of that mike hmm. you want to do some proofreading yeah i'll let you do some proofreading what i got what i gave you 30 bucks i'll throw you i'll no I'll, I'll, you can do some proofreading yeah yes you're hired mike mike you're hired yeah sold a book Abrams, Abrams Books. 
the publisher. Very exciting. Writing, uh, going to write this book. It's, uh, it's my life story. And it's going to be called It Never Ends. Is there a better title for my book, Mike? Yeah. I've been sitting on that one for a while. You know why I didn't tell you about it? Yeah, you would have used it or you would uh, you would have used it. Pat, uh, Mike would have, uh, Dudia would have told everybody the title. With a leak. Would have had to close ranks. Where'd this leak come from? Pat, I could trust with it. I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm working on it now. I'm putting everything into this thing, man. This is my book. I am honestly looking at this as when this, this is it. When this is done, I can, uh, I can uh, croak. I can be, I can be done. I can leave the planet. I'm literally planning on it, actually. But I had to keep it a secret. But it's happening. And then the book will stand as my legacy. That will be that will be what uh, that tells the story. Finally, I'll, I'll uh, finally I'll get it so that it's uh, I'll, I'll one up you, Mike. You can't go out and tell the whole story. You can't be the voice. I know because I know you've wanted to be that. No, you can't get a chapter. Look, we'll see. What would I put in the thing about you? What am I going to put in? AP Mike. Now, we'll we'll figure something out. Not enough I just gave you a proofreading job? Yeah. Now we're going to do this. Uh, I'm working on it now. Set the, set the legacy in place. Whatever that means. Set it down. Tell everybody what's what. Oh, 201-332-3484. That's the number. I think people might have exhaustion from the whatever the presidential thing was tonight. Like I scroll through Twitter. Oh, my God. You won't believe what he said. Oh, wait. He said, oh, the president said something stupid. What? Really? Oh, my goodness. Oh, he's the worst? Oh, wow. Like Maroon 5. These guys are terrible. Look, if I was watching that thing and, and, and suddenly a good band was up there and they were terrible, I'd be like, yeah, okay, let's uh, let's let's point out they're not so hot tonight. But, uh, but that? And again, I'm going to say it again. You watch out. I know uh, we all got friends with as much ink as that dude from, when it, from Maroon 5's got. If I was to get a tattoo, what would I get? What should I get? If I was, not that I am going to get one. Electric guitar? Do you think if I made up a tattoo, someone would go get it? If I said if I said a tattoo of AP Mike with playing... 
if there was like a like a, a two headed person, one was AP Mike, one was Pigpen from the Grateful Dead, and they were uh, they were both doing a little uh, like they're both making a sandwich together on top of an electric guitar like a table. Yeah, somebody would get that. I would hope not. I hope not. What? Do I have a symbol? Yeah, it's called the Best Show logo. Yeah, it's the. St- yeah, well, we're we've, we're sticking with that sticker, Mike. The one that's on the sticker, that's the logo. That's the symbol. You should check it out sometime. Only we've got eight million stickers. Yeah, I'll show it to you sometime. No, why don't you come by? Come by, I'll show you. I'll show you the sticker. It's pretty cool. It's blue and yellow. I think you'd like it. It says Best Show on it. <laughs> Check it out sometime. Yeah, man, that legacy. That is something else. You think about it. Think about like that guy Robin Harris. Remember him? He did like Bebe's Kids, and he was like this guy worked the comedy circuit forever. Finally climbed his way up, started getting some jobs. He croaks right as soon as stuff starts to happen. Ay ay ay! What do you do if that's how it shakes out? Well, there's nothing you can do. You're gone. I feel like I'm heading for some Robin Harris style action. I'll be like. You like me, you really... Then here they come. Is that the sound of vultures? No, that's not what vultures sound like. Tom told me I could have the studio. Tom told me the best show I I could call my show best show. Now, they'll they'll, they'll be tasteful, this crew. Come see. So it's come to this. A special tribute edition. So it's come to this. A tribute to Tom Sharpling. (laughs) Buy a commemorative t-shirt. I don't hear no laughing out there. These guys don't like this line of humor. Mike's laughing now. That's the best part about it. If I say something about Pat or Dudio, I hear Mike. <laughs> say something about Mike, I hear <laughs> Dudio laughing. <laughs> I don't think Pat thinks any of it's funny. And now, now, I heard Mike and Dudio laugh on that one. I'm gonna just test this now. Man, Dudio is so annoying. Can't, sometimes you got to admit, Mike, he's so annoying. He, Mike laughed at that. It's clear I don't even mean it. I'm saying something just to get him to laugh that I don't believe at all. And Mike still laughed at it. Hey, hey, Dudio. You got to admit this AP Mike dot bandcamp. It's pathetic after all, right? Right. You can admit it. 
I mean, there's a certain sadness to it, right? Right, Dudio? Yeah, it's a little sad. You can admit it. And he laughed. He actually just laughed at that. I don't think that was a fake laugh. It was half fake. And Mike laughed at that. And they do not like each other out there. Man, that is some crowd. Man, no calls. 201-332-3484. Two more calls and we wrap it up. How about that? Abrams, Mike. You hear, ever hear of Abrams? Publisher? Yeah. What? No, that's not... No, that's not her. Now, don't worry. It's real. It's heavy duty, Mike. You ever hear of Harry Potter? Well, they have books in the same store that Harry Potter books are in. They didn't put Harry Potter around. But they have books next to the Harry Potter books. <laughs> no, they have a lot of things. They have... I can't wait. It's such a great company. I'm very excited to be working with them. <clears throat> Man, no calls. I think I'm about to end the show. Let's wrap it up. Oh, here we go. I'll just, I'll just take it. You don't have to screen it. Best show. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the best show. It's Tom. Did you hit that string I sent you? What's that? The board is once again coming from the cold, Mr. Sharpling. Did I get and the... I... Did I get the thing you sent me? Yes. What did you send me? Crocodile Genna. What the Last you... year. Papers. Papers. In an envelope, perhaps, from another part of the country, the other side of the country, perhaps. Uh, That's what I've been talking about. Buddy, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. What was it? Just tell me what it was. Well, it's on the board, Tom. You've got to you got to check your own. You got to check your board, Tom. You've got to check your board. Oh, check this, your board. this just gives you 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 don't sound you you you're you're spooking me out, buddy. Do you want to spook me out? Because if that's what you're trying to do, you're doing it. Oh, and you just did it a little more. Wow. Yeah, I got it. Best show. Hi. Hi, Tom. Hi. What am I supposed to do with that? I don't know. I felt I didn't want you to have to end on that, so I decided to call. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for the book. Am I going to get mowed um, down by that guy? No, no, I don't think so. Uh, Wait, hold on one second. I wouldn't work. Jason. All right. All right, I'm a nice guy. Why would anyone want to spook me out? What's that? Yeah, that's not okay. What? Hold, hold on one second. What? Huh? Oh, okay, so there's something on the message. I'll read the board. I'll read the board, buddy, okay? I'm not going to get mowed down? Yeah. I'll tell you one thing. If I get mowed down, you guys are coming with me. You guys better. That's a 
Sorry about that. Look, the guy wrote something on a message board on the message board. I'll go read it, okay? I'll read it. Ay, ay, ay. Gotta spook me out. Everybody's gonna get spooked me out. Hey, did you see the thing I did on the thing? And then just hang up. Click. Oh, that, that just makes me feel great about this whole experience. You hang up in a creepy way. Oh, man, my days are numbered, buddy. I'm telling you, this does not go well. I got to finish this book fast. And I'm telling you this, Mike. If I croak, you better not go finish no part of this book that was a fake. You better not fake any part of it. You better not do that what that Melissa McCarthy movie is, which I didn't see yet. What have I become? What is it called? Whatever it is. She fakes a, she fakes a book. What have I done to deserve this? Something like that. I don't will know. You ever, will you ever forgive will me? Will you ever forgive me? If you go, if you pull a will you ever forgive me, Mike? I'm going to come back and get you. I'm going to get, and when I come back, Mike, I'm telling you, it's not just going to be a ghost chasing after you. My ghost is going to assume the form of something else. Like maximum overdrive. <laughs> I'll take over. A, I'll take over a, a, a lawnmower. You'll be getting Who chased. You'll be. Hey, thank you. You get it. You'll be getting chased through Bayonne by a, a possessed lawnmower. There's not just some harmless ghost trying to throw something at you. I can't grab it. To what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Um, Tom, I don't know. I. I... Was, that guy made me feel uncomfortable, and I didn't. And I knew that you were only taking a few more calls, so I just wanted to call and say something. Well, you're a sweet, you're a sweetheart. Weird. You're a sweetheart to do that. Um, the first thing I can think of to say is I can't stop listening to Close to the Edge for months now, and um, the Yes album, Close to the Edge. Yeah, yeah, um, it's so good, and um, it makes me. Uh, it, it, it's it's bringing me a lot of uh, joy lately. Uh, just kind of getting into that and some of the other guest albums. Um, and I uh, do you like Steve Howe? Do I like Steve Howe? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I do. Have you ever read his Wikipedia page? No, I haven't. Apparently, he's a vegetarian. Um, and his Wikipedia article includes the sentence, he ate his last meat meal during a North American tour with the S in 1971. He ate his last meat meal. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you just you just told me which Wikipedia page I'm going to next. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thank you for the call. Thank you, Tom. Was that him again? Some be a little too stoned. Okay. We call next week. Call next week. Well, you know what, guys? It's 2019. So far, man, this is shaping up to be a weird bleeping year. I don't know which way is up. I don't know how this year's gonna shake out. I don't know what I'm gonna look like at the end of it. 
where I'm going to be. I don't know. Yeah, we go where we go. We do what we do. We ride the ride. And then suddenly we get told the ride's over. Get off the ride. And when they say get off the ride, what do they mean? You get in a box and they shove you in the ocean. I'm going in the ocean. Get buried at sea. Yeah, it's hard. I'm a little, am I a little, am I a little, uh, a little, uh, uh, morose tonight? Yeah, I am. What are you going to do? That's how it goes sometimes. But you know, you look back and you say, you're morose. What are you going to do? There's always tomorrow. So you know what you do? You look tomorrow right in the face and you say, I don't know what I'm going to do. This is sad. Right? I'm not ending the show with the Rocky thing. I don't feel like it. You hear me, Mike? You wouldn't get it. You're a happy guy, Mike. You don't get it. He's the happiest. Happy-go-lucky Mike. Everybody knows it. Good old Mike. Happy-go-lucky Mike. Always singing a song. Always just strutting around, whistling a tune. <laughs> Happy-go-lucky Mike. Look, all I'm going to say, I was, uh, I am coming back. You figure things out, man. Yeah, sometimes you just don't know. But I'm doing the best I can, and you're, you, we all do the best we can. That's all we can ask for. That's all I do, man best I can. It's all I've ever done. You try. You can look yourself in the mirror at the end of the day. I think that's all you can ask for. And with that, I'm going to play some music. Going out to all my friends. No, I'm not going to play that. No, neither that neither. What song you want to hear, Mike? surprise you alright I'll take the challenge on that I'll take the challenge of surprising you and I'm going to play something one of my favorite people that makes music ever I'm going to play something from this guy his name is Dan Behar usually we play Destroyer tonight we're going to play something from his other band, the New Pornographers, from the album Twin Cinema, Streets of Fire. Best show back next week, and this is on Matador. Best show back next week. Bye. Come on, come out of the rain. You're not impressed, you're just too learning. I took the book, I lit the page. Your sabbatical was burning. Sweet, 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 sweet fires in the street. Let's sell the every stage. Lick my lips, twist my hips, but Contessa, I already did.